Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Starting a Counseling Practice podcast. I am so delighted to have a lovely, lovely therapist and human here today to share her story of inspiration and starting her private practice. Can you share everybody with everybody your name and your web address? Yes, my name is Danielle Hatchell, and my web address for my practice is daniellehatchell.com. So it's very simple. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And why did you decide to go into private practice? When did the dream originate? The dream originated for me about, oh my gosh, how many years has it been now? Feels like it's been forever. (laughs) But um, it originated around the time after I had my second daughter. So it's been now 13 years that I started to think about it seriously. Before then, um, I was working for agencies. I worked for Walter Reed for a period of time. I worked in substance abuse. And um, it got to be really taxing for me to continue to work for agencies when I was married and had a family and it just it got to be too much I had this major dream of going into private practice but I just didn't know how it was going to happen but that's what drove me that's what drove you and then when did so you started dreaming about it 13 years ago when did you start taking action and actually like decide like now's the time I'm gonna I'm gonna get going So I've been in private practice for about 11 years full time. So what I did at the time, I found a small consultation group with other therapists who were already in private practice and they really supported me in getting all the things that I needed, like the NPI number and the EIN and all like the nuts and bolts that it takes to put together a Mm -hmm. practice. And we consulted cases, we did some referrals, but that's how I actually got started on a very, very part-time basis with building my practice at that time. And and since then, you know, it's grown and I've had to do other things to sustain it like boot camp. but that was the start for me. It was really working with other professionals and being guided and supported through the process of private practice. Mm. Now, you mentioned boot camp. Usually people don't just like enroll in that willy-nilly. What was happening in your practice before you did boot camp that kind of you felt like, wow, I've, I've created something, but like something needs to shift and change. What did life look like before boot camp? Yeah. So that was about, I joined boot camp about eight years ago. So that was, um, I'm sorry, three years ago. So eight years <laughs> into <laughs> private practice, it, it really started to become difficult. So I had grown to the point where I was able to work full time in the practice, but I just, I still didn't have the business side of it down. So it started to feel exhausting. I felt like I was working extra hours and working super hard to try to, you know, um, to see a bunch of clients at one time. The really great thing is that I never had a lot of problems getting clients. And I mean, I thank God I was always able to get referrals and things like that. But because I didn't understand the business side of it, I was charging too little 
mm-hmm. and working too hard. And at the same time, not knowing how to manage, like doing things like quarterly taxes, <laughs> nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> so the business side of it really started to become heavy and burdensome, though I still loved what I did. I just mm. felt tired all the time and exhausted trying to figure it out. And that's when I started to see commercials for, um, for you guys. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, like I'm not the only one out here struggling like this. Like it, it was really seeing what the two what you and Kelly had to offer was so refreshing because mm-hmm. I could see that it was that there were people just like me, therapists who would struggle in private practice and that there was a better way of doing things. Mm. So what were some of the business things that you really got a handle on that changed the way that you felt in private practice? What are some of the things that you realized you had to learn and figure out? Yeah, the biggest thing were the numbers. I, mm. I always hear this, but they really were the numbers. I was really not good with budgeting and things like that. So I was literally literally just putting money into my account to pay bills and not really thinking about things like how much is the budget and how much do I need to be paying myself, you know, every week mm-hmm. or every other week. So the biggest thing that how I was supported the most in the process was understanding all of the numbers. So I got clear Mm -hmm. about the numbers for our family budget. I got clear about the numbers for my business budget. I got very clear about what rate I needed to be charging for Mm -hmm. clients. I started cutting out insurance companies that paid very little, you know, Mm -hmm. so making those decisions, it just, the business side of it got to be so much easier because then Mm -hmm. I started paying myself a salary. (laughs) who knew and everything just became easier and so once I really understood the numbers I could do things like pay quarterly taxes you know without any problems I could mm-hmm. this year because I understand the numbers I was able to hit two five-figure months I'd never done that in all of the years that I've been running my private practice. And last month I got really, really close, you know, Mm -hmm. but still it was because I understood the numbers of my practice. And I also Mm -hmm. was able to increase my rate, you know, which helped Mm -hmm. a whole lot. And, you know, it just, it was really, really helpful. I feel like I'm breathing now, Mm -hmm. you know, I can take a breath when I think about my business and it just feels good to not have to work so hard and feel like I'm making so little. So it's, made a huge, huge difference. And how has that impacted? I mean, like part of what you described is your initial whole focus of why, of why you felt motivated to do this was after your second daughter, it was about like having probably some life balance and, you know, taking care of your family. How has figuring out the business, how has that impacted you at home and with your family? Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. 
Oh my God, it's made such an, an amazing impact. So mm -hmm. because of COVID, like many therapists, I'm working virtually, but because I was able to make these shifts throughout this year, it's very easy for me to make that transition. Mm -hmm. So I'm working from home and I'm able just to be more present with my daughters because we're all adjusting to online learning and my kids are going completely virtual. You know, so I'm able to actually go into their rooms and say, hey, how are you? How is it going? You know, I have the energy and the time to do that because I'm not working so much, you know, and they can come ask me questions about their schoolwork and I'm present, you know. So one of the major reasons, like I said in the beginning, that I wanted to do private practice, that I wanted to be there for my family. So now it feels so good to be able to be really present for my family and not feel exhausted all the time and to be able to show up for them in a major way, especially during a time like now, it's just all come together beautifully. Yeah. What, um, what advice would you give to other therapists who were feeling like you were feeling like they were feeling like, I don't understand every time I get a tax bill, every time I think about my business, like I'm working so hard and like, it just doesn't seem to be coming together. What would you tell them? You know, I would say join a boot camp, <laughs> join boot camp. And, and not just join because I, I have like a, like almost like a, a lone wolf mentality. So like, I'll just go out whatever on my own. The mm -hmm. change didn't really happen for me with bootcamp until I got an accountability partner, like a, mm -hmm. the battle buddy. That's mm -hmm. when it really clicked for me, you know, in this mm -hmm. third year of bootcamp, being able to join a program and a process where there is a community and utilizing the community and being focused Mm -hmm. on the, the task at hand and having accountability there to support me throughout it. You know, I would say, mm -hmm. don't try to go at it on your own. Like I was doing, get support. Yeah. And I think that's whether somebody joins bootcamp or not, that, that place of having support is so powerful. Yeah. Um, like having that accountability, having people that you can have real conversations that there can be like, like vulnerability that there's no shame about saying like I don't understand this quarterly tax thing like I have a tax lien like what, do, what what's going on like I don't know what to do whatever the thing is like that we can have those conversations and and that we can also say things like I had a I had a five-figure month and that there's no like judgment about it like that we can be true in our success or in our struggle um, and that both of them are accepted I think is so powerful and I think you mentioned something which is which is so great is that you had like a lot of that community in the beginning right where you had this like this piece of it covered but because it wasn't like included it was a holistic right you didn't really talk about the money you didn't talk about profits no one got into that part it was like oh look we're all successful we're all full we all got lots of clients so this this is what private practice looks like and because there wasn't that, like, that vulnerability of getting into numbers kind of place, it kind of left everyone probably, and you're probably not the only person in that group that felt like, wait, what, what's happening? <laughs> what's going wrong? I was and, not. I wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah. And I bet you've inspired a lot of people around you who are seeing that shift in success. Yeah, you know, I am. And I'm, I'm so grateful for my therapist friends that I can, you know, connect with and talk to about things like this really good friend. And she's, you know, really excited for me about what's happening. She's also a therapist and my battle buddy, Anne-Marie has just been amazing, awesome. you know, and we've been cheering each other on. So, and we've been inspiring each other as we've been making changes and shifts 
to our practices. So I'm really, really grateful. And also the other thing that supported me in, in doing more of the work I love and just feeling great about it, I've gotten very clear about the kind of clients that I want to work with and the ones that drain my energy and I've learned how to refer out, you know, mm. and I have a very like, a, I'm paying attention to my intuition. I'm listening to what people are talking about to know if it's the client is for me or not. You know, so I'm really, really grateful for for that bit of advice, too, because it literally has transformed the way that I do the type of clients that I work with in my practice. Mm. It's just it's so powerful. And what do you feel like that has done or have you even tracked how that has impacted your outcomes? I haven't been so good with the outcomes. <laughs> I, I haven't been as good with it, but you know, they, my clients stay, you know, they, yeah. they stay for quite some time and they really do the work, you know? Yeah. So I've been noticing with these new clients where I've been very mindful and conscious about the kind of clients that I bring in, it's just a better fit. And so mm. they, it, it just, it just seems to work. It just flows. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that. Um, what is there anything that you would want to like say to other people that are out there, right? Who are just kind of feeling stuck, um, who maybe feel a little bit like you, you did, um, one last bit of wisdom from you to them. I would say that's a really good question. I would say the same thing I'd said before It's to, to look for a community of support. And I love how you said holistic support. You know, a community where you can be open and vulnerable and share about what's happening and be fully supported. So that's really what I would say is don't try to figure it out on your own. You know, be okay with saying that you don't know <laughs> what yeah. you don't know. Yeah. You know, because if I wouldn't have really been honest with myself, I couldn't have gotten the support that I got from the boot camp from Zenimi. So I just say, be honest with yourself, be open and find people that can support you in your process. Awesome. And then somehow in this, I forgot to ask you, tell us about your specialty and like where you're located. I usually ask this at the beginning. Well, we're going to, it's like a fun little surprise at the end. That's okay. Um, no problem. So I'm in the state of Maryland. I um, had an office in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, but I'm in the space now, like a lot of therapists having to make the decision to go virtual. And so the funny mm -hmm. thing is I just sent a message today to my landlord saying, hey, I'm going to release the office <laughs> because it's time. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'm licensed in Maryland. So anywhere in the state of Maryland, I can um, do the work with clients. My specialty, I have a couple, but the main one is supporting men and women, but mainly I work with women in understanding their relationship patterns, like where things mm -hmm. go awry in relationships so mm -hmm. they can heal the relationship with themselves and they can create more loving and productive relationships with other people. So that's okay. my specialty. It's what I love to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, I really love seeing people where they started in the process, but not knowing what the heck was happening in their relationships, kind of like me and my business. <laughs> 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 and then having the support and being able to navigate and understand it and feel empowered in their ability to create conscious loving relationships. So mm -hmm. that's my specialty. And also spirituality. I'm also an, or an ordained minister. And so I like to support people through their process of understanding their relationships with God, life and purpose. And, you know, so it's another one of my loves as well. Oh, I love it. Check out Dan DanielleHatchell.com. Um, H-A-T-C-H-E-L-L.com, right? 
Yes. That's it. Two L's. <laughs> I know there's two people L's. just listening. who will be like, wait, where? How? How do you spell that? Um, thank you so much for coming on today. You are so appreciated. Um, be inspired, guys. Go and do it. Um, you can do it. Even if you've been in practice for a long time or you're starting from scratch, it doesn't matter. Um, you can make your practice what you want it to be. You can reach more people and do what you love. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.